Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, we have Dedrick Slaughter of Team Money Connoisseurs with us today. How are you, Dedrick? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Your energy brings me good energy, so I'm very excited for what we're about to talk about. Yes, yes, yes. So please go ahead and just tell me the story of how you got to where you are today. Um, I guess I can start here. Um, where I'm from, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And where I'm from, um, I'm from what, what we call urban inner city neighborhood. Okay. Um, and growing up in the 80s and 90s, nobody in my family talked about money. Mm. Um, if you ask them about their money or investments or anything, it's like cursing them out. Right. Nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember being eight years old, right? Um, I'm going to paint this picture. Eight years old, and this is guy. In the summertime, me and my cousins, my sister, and everybody's over my grandma's house, staying over there every day, spending the night, you know, spending time with grandma in the summer. Um, it's a guy coming to my grandma's house every month, same time, same days, mm-hmm. every month. Okay. I'm not sure what he's doing, mm-hmm. but I never felt um, threatened because he said my grandma's kitchen and drink coffee with her. So I figured she trusted him. Okay. Right? So, yeah. So you could trust grandma and, with her. Right. Yeah. Right. So she trusted him. And, and I'm noticing all my, my grandma had nine kids. My father was the oldest. Um, and I had, um, he had five brothers and three sisters. Okay. So all of them are coming, you know, to this guy, every time I see him, giving him cash. Mm-hmm. Right. Cash money. So I'm like eight years old. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, and, um, I'm just watching. But I remember saying to myself, I never told nobody this. I was like, whatever he's doing, I want to do. Mm-hmm. If, if people are just handing you cash and don't have any kind of rebuttals about it. Right. Or they're just giving it to you. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, I found out maybe two years later that he was a life insurance agent. OK. And um, of course, he didn't look like me. He didn't mm-hmm. look like any of my family, mm-hmm. um, Caucasian guy. So um, I was like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. My family's life insurance. Back then, you know, we, we in the black community, they didn't have life, life insurance yeah, like right. that. They wouldn't even offer it like that. Mm-hmm. So um, it was something new for us. So I thought my family's doing good. They get life insurance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on the up and up. Find out that's what he does. I'm like, as soon as I found he's a life insurance agent, I first think, well, I don't want to do that. Because mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody that looks like me doing it. Doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, mm-hmm. no, nah, I guess we're not supposed to do that. Right. Okay, so um, that was back in the early 90s. So here it is, 2012. 2012, my grandmother passes away, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So I know she had life insurance. I saw her pay the man every time. Right. Well, the policy didn't pay out. Family still had to come up with the money. Still had oh. to, we didn't have to do a GoFundMe, thank God. But we, we, we had came together. Hey, everybody, what can you give, give, mm-hmm, give, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm thinking, why? Why? I mean, she had life insurance. And, you know, that's when I thought to myself, I want to get into this industry. Right. I want to find out why the people that are underserved, why are they being underserved? Mm-hmm. And why they don't have any education about life insurance? Why do the people around me and in my community think that that's just another bill? Right. 
you know, we, we don't know nothing about it. We fully understand we, it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So that's how I got into the industry. That's the initial story. Okay. And um, when I got in, I got in in 2018. I've been in right at uh, two and a half years. Okay. Uh, um, I love it. Never knew it can pay the kind of money that it does pay. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a job that you sit at a desk and you drink coffee and <laughs> you people come and people get tired and you call them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about it. Right. You know? But I'm, I, find, I met some people um, down here in Tennessee. Um, they are good friends. They're my coaches, my mentors. Um, they introduced me to the business. Um, their names are Sable Ote and Ruben Ote. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's an ex-Navy and she's an ex-Olympian. Okay. She did bobsledding. Okay. Bobsledding for the United States. So mm-hmm. um, different backgrounds. Everybody that I meet in this industry didn't come from this industry. Mm. They all came from somewhere else. I came from warehousing. Right, different know? walks of life, right? Right, 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 right. Being so, in the same place, okay. Right, and that's why I got into this business. And the company I partner with uh, is PHP Agency. Mm-hmm. And the CEO is Patrick B. David. Um, mm-hmm. He has a number one YouTube channel called Valuetainment for Entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, that's not just PHP. That's anything you do. Entrepreneurship, he teaches mm-hmm. all kind of different things and content. So, um, and the reason I picked PHP is because we sell life insurance policies and we do annuities. We move people's 401k retirements, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But that's not our biggest product. Okay. Our biggest product is people. Mm. People, we build people. Mm-hmm. We build people. We're big on personal growth. Um, we're big on book of the month, reading books, you know, keeping, because the thing is a lot of businesses fail because the person finally gets to a spot where they're like, okay, I'm making all this money. People are buying my stuff. I got an online site. I got this and this. But yeah. are you growing with the business? Mm-hmm. If you're not growing with the business, then what's going to happen? Right. The business is going to outgrow you. you right. You right. Right. Behind. The business yeah. is going to be looking for a new CEO. Exactly. Quickly. <laughs> right. Right. So um, that's why we're so big on building people because we don't want anybody to get to a point where you can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you and you do all that hard work to get there. And now it all goes away because you can't handle the load. Absolutely. And so are you giving you feel that now you're able to also give the education back towards, you know, oh my God. community, I, I, people who look like you. Look, I do seminars for, for my home church, other churches in the city. Love um, that. I'm I'm um, I'm always doing, especially when September Life Insurance Awareness Month in September, I'm really I'm everywhere. I'm like, who who okay. wants to know? Who, right. who got something going on? Free game. What's up? <laughs> right, right. Let's go. Hey, y'all having a family get together? I'm coming. Right. <laughs> right. You know, because these are conversations that we're not having at the kitchen table. We're not even mm-hmm. eating at the kitchen table no more. It's 2020. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> so, right. So nobody's having these conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, parents are not having these conversations with kids. The school is not having this conversation with your kids. Not at all. The college is not having this conversation. Even though you paid them $40,000, they're not having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so that's why I have to do it. Yeah. I have to. And restart the cycle, basically. I have to. I yeah. have to kill the generational curse. Mm-hmm. I have to. It stops with me. Mm-hmm. It has to. I hear you. Absolutely. And so where did the name Money Connoisseurs come from? Who who came up with that? Where'd that come from for PHP? I, I made it up. Okay. Um, because essentially you partner with PHP, they give you the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but you actually as soon as you come in, the mindset is start your own business. Get your name together, okay. even though you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Start thinking that way. 
because mm-hmm. you know uh, the magic of thinking big. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's great. That's great. a book that I read uh, over the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's what I need the pandemic. Read books. I read books. Took the time to read books. I didn't have time to read it first. So no, um, no it's power. Right, right. So um, yeah, that's that's what we do. We we think where we're trying to go. We think like that now, mm-hmm. and act in that way. There you go. And so as far as you said, passing on the education, I'm curious to know from you, what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? Um, first, you have to, for me and for my industry, what I've learned over time is you have to have mentorship. Mm-hmm. Even you as a leader, you have to have mentorship. Yes. Like you mm-hmm. can't lead people or lead anybody if you don't have mentorship from somewhere else. Right. Um, and for me personally, I have three mentors. Okay. Um, Patrick B. David is at the top. And then you have our CDO, which is uh, Matt Sapala. He's he's big on the um, social media realm. Um, that's my next mentor. And then you have my local mentor, which mm-hmm. got me into this business. Okay. Mr. Ruben Ote. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys, I, I talk to about everything. I process everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Something goes wrong. I tell them about it. And it's tough love. It's tough love. It'd be like that. Hey, you yes. didn't do it right. They right. tell me, you didn't do it right. That's why it didn't work, you know? And, and, I, and I, I take notes. I'm always, uh, note takers are history makers. So yes. I'm always, I'm always taking notes. I got the notes too. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's leadership has to have mentorship. I can't lead anybody if I'm not being lead. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a team thing, climbing up the ladder together. <laughs> right, right, right. And so tell us about your mid-year event that's coming up in February. Mid-year event. So um, we always, every year we have a mid-year event. Mm-hmm. Then we have what we call the big event, um, which last year, the big event, I, I think it was the biggest one ever. We've okay. only been around 11 years. but Okay, congratulations. Last year, <laughs> last year we had it in Las Vegas uh, at the Mirage. Okay. Uh, 12,000 agents in one room, 12,000 entrepreneurs in one room. Wow. Wow. Um, The speakers. Okay. Some of them you might know, some of them you might not know. Mm -hmm. The speakers, Jordan Peterson. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Mm -mm. He's a professor and a philosopher. Uh, He's written a couple of books. Um, He was a speaker. Billy Bean. Do you know Billy Bean? Mm -mm. I'm going to give you an idea. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Moneyball? Yes. (laughs) The guy that, that's being portrayed in Moneyball, the coach. Oh, wow. Okay. The real person is Billy Bean. Okay. Um, so he he spoke, and George Bush, not the father, the son. Okay. So ex-president. Mm-hmm. He spoke. Um, and Kobe Bryant. I'm, I know you know Yes, Kobe <laughs> I know Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and, um, and, and it was crazy because that's three, three to four months before Kobe passed away and had the accident. Mm-hmm. Wow. I met him. Right. They had mentorship from him. Mm. Um, and he taught us, you know, and, and Patrick B. David, our CEO, interviewed him, asked mm-hmm. him all these questions, and he gave all these answers. That was the, um, if you ever saw the interview that came out um, the end of last year and the beginning of this year, where Kobe said something about Shaq, mm-hmm. and it was all over the internet, that was that interview where he said uh-huh. Shaq could do better. Shaq could be here if he was a hard worker. Mm. He said something like yeah. that. Uh, so um, that was that interview. I was at that interview. And um, that's that's the mid-year event. It's a small version of that. Okay. Because the big event is the whole company. 
the mere year event is usually broke off into regions. Okay. So like my, my, um, hierarchy, Matt Sapala, the guy I was talking about, mm-hmm. all, all, of, all of the people that's under him, that came under him and other people in that region, we have our mid-year event. Um, and those events are where people become millionaires. Okay. That's the event that does it. Okay. Um, people are doubting themselves. Oh, it's so hard. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Come to that. That's when the breaking point is. That's when mm. they break and they go back and the momentum is crazy. Okay. Every time we have a mid-year or a big event, we come back and people are like, you see numbers as far as sales, you see recruits. You're like, it's this up. guy wasn't recruiting anybody mm-hmm. two months ago. <laughs> no, and, and now he's he's number one in the company. Mm. That happens. So everybody turn around of it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And so what is your vision for the next three to five years for Money Connoisseurs? Next vision is I, I want to open an office a new office. Mm. Uh, that's something that I want to do. Have your um, space. Right, right. And the, um, our company has different levels. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, just in November, I think I've jumped two levels. Just in November. We called it Nasty November. Nasty November. There it is. Um, <laughs> Make and, it happen. Uh, right. A lot of people uh, showed up in November mm-hmm. and, and made everything count. Um, I was one of them. Um, Congratulations. So, yeah, I'm looking to help as many people and families as I can, because as tragic as it is when someone passes away, it's even better for me when they when that family sees me or I make that phone call or I go Mm -hmm. to the funeral and they and they congratulate me and thank me for helping them Mm -hmm. because we're not crying, crying twice. Mm. You know, we're not crying twice because the breadwinner died. Right. And now we can't afford this house. Kids right. can't afford right. the school we're paying mm. for, you know. But because of you educating us on what we needed based on the lifestyle we had, we got it, and you helped us through that. And now when that when that happens, we can because life still goes on right. with or without you, you know, with mm-hmm. or without me, mm-hmm. with or without you, life is still going on for other people. So the thing is, you you don't want to leave them worse off than they were when you were here. Right, being prepared, and now we're ahead instead of behind, which we're right. used to being behind, and we're trying to, like I said, break the generational curse, the cycle. Where now we're ahead, and we we and essentially, we know. in that sense, that person paid the ultimate cost, but it counted. It mm-hmm. was worth it. it counted because mm-hmm. one thing we are guaranteed in life: there's life and death. Yep. Everything in between is choices. Yes. But that's a guarantee. So we're basically investing in the guarantees. We're investing in life. It's called life insurance. You don't know why people think that you got to always die. No, it's ways (laughs) life insurance pays you now. Right. You know, so that's the education part of it. When I talk about that, people are like, I've never heard it. Mm -hmm. Never, never knew you could do that. Never knew you could do that. Never knew it was tax free. Never knew it. You know, never knew I could hide my money in insurance to pay less taxes. Right. (laughs) And so where can people go for more information if they want to contact you or they want to learn more about what you do in the business? Um, For for the company, you can go to uh, www.phpagency.com. For directly to me, um, you can go to Instagram. I have an Instagram that's money connoisseurs underscore at the end. Okay. And I have um, a Facebook business page that's team money connoisseurs at Facebook. And um, 
I have content on there. I have, you can book an appointment. You can message me. I have my phone number on there, email address. Whichever, whichever way is comfortable for you, you can contact me. Wonderful. Dedrick Slaughter, thank you so much for just that educational piece and just wanting to give back and yes, educate and make it go my, around a little bit better. <laughs> education, that's, that's my biggest thing. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you, Gabby, for your time. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.